Hello everyone and welcome back. It is time for part four of the Rocket Punch Game of the Year Deliberations. I am Seth, joined by Will. Hey guys. Got Cameron. Moshi Moshi. And Chaz is back. Hi guys. With a vengeance. Yes. Well, Very much If so. you weren't here in the first part, then how can you come back with a vengeance? See, well no, originally <laughs> it was just going to be Chaz. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then the studio said, you know what? We're going to make this a sequel and we're going to put Bruce Willis in it. And, then and it's going to be another Die Hard movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Don't believe me? Go look it up. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Sorry, Die Hard 3. Wait. Yes. Die Hard 3. It's just Die Hard with a Vengeance. With a Vengeance. Okay, I was want to make sure I was on the, right, on the right track. Look it up. That keyword Simon says. That was the original name of that movie. <laughs> and then they scrapped it and said it's another Die Hard. Oh, good, good. I'm glad for that. Mm-hmm. If only Die Hard didn't come out this year, it would be Game of the Year. <laughs> However, it didn't. No. But what did are some really good video games. And sometimes, I'll say sometimes, we expect a game to come out and be really, really good. Right? Like, I think last year, The Witcher 3 came out. It was expected to be very, very good. And it delivered on that promise. Um, And so, great. That's awesome. However, however, something very special happens when a game comes out. And we don't expect it to be as good as it is. Not necessarily we think it's going to be bad. We just don't expect it to be mind-blowing and get us hooked quite like that and and i think everybody has a game just like that right yeah like yeah. maybe throughout history you've got that game that like everyone else may not be about but just it had something something hooked you some, yeah lion king for snes you know just <laughs> something about that you know um so we call those unexpected gems and part four of rocket punch game of the year is the best unexpected gem from 2016 as always we're going to go through the nominations first from the nominations, we are going to pick. I, I, I say pick like this is going to be some very tame conversation. We're going to destroy, <laughs> obliterate via firing squad all of the options but three. We're going to take them to the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh, wow. Oh, very dark and deep. and Very dark. vivid picture painted there, which mm-hmm. I will. <clears throat> I mean, let's be real. That's what we're doing. I thought it was just sacrificing to the blood gods like you guys did with Stardew Valley. Blood for the blood god. Thank you for the Stardew Valley hate. <laughs> Direct that directly to Cameron and Will. For more information, please refer to episode one of this shit show we call Game of the Year. I can tell you right now, blood for the blood gods, your first Call born, me please. any and because I got enough salt for a thousand pretzels. <laughs> Good. But we're not talking about that now. That... That deed is done. That die is cast. Oh, no worries. That wound is has been delivered. It'll be okay. Now we're talking about good things, unexpected gems. Yeah. So, as I was saying, we're going to run down the list of nominees. We have quite a lot, actually. Um, and we're going to cull them down to the top three. From the top three, we are going to choose the number one unexpected gem for 2016. Let's get started with this list. So, first up, Firewatch. Pokin Tournament, The Witness, Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, Tales of Zestiria, World of Final Fantasy, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, Doom, Tap Titans 2, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Battlefield 1, Hitman, Stardew Valley, The Flame and the Flood, and Super Mario Run. These are the contenders. There can be only one. Actually, there can be two plus one. There can only be three, and then there can only be one. There can only be three, and then it will destroy the other two. (laughs) 
whoever's the one. So we'll make this easy, and we'll put Doom at the top of the list because that's what's going to happen. And then no. we have, then no. we have, no, D- uh, Doom is on this list. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was an unexpected gem. <laughs> no, it, that's a AAA title. Well, no, not even just from a AAA title. I guess we're we're starting the purge. Um, Doom. Honestly, I thought I think everybody had good feelings about Doom, especially as just look at the visuals kind of, and the music. Yeah, going back back to it, and I think especially since we really, I mean, when was the last time we had a Doom game? Which Doom, Doom three? Yeah, which was two thousand seven eight. It also wasn't a very good Doom. Game. It, when was the last time we had a phenomenal Doom game? Okay, Doom two. Doom two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doom two was pretty cool. <laughs> like, yeah, just being real. Um, then Doom three, I played it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. But no one expected this year for Doom to even be anything good because when there was the um, multiplayer beta that came out and that sucked. I mean, people are just sort of like, this is not Doom. This is not what I, you know, did land parties with. This, this No. And Bethesda was like, well, we're not going to put out the game, like, to reviewers or anything else. We're just going to go ahead and just, just silently just put this game right here. We'll just lay this down. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And then so people grab it, and it just became a word of mouth to where people are like, yeah, Doom's pretty, pretty good. This is a tricky one because it is a very good game, and I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. I just don't know if it was an unexpected gem. Mm. I, I like for me, I think there are better contenders for unexpected gem on this list than Doom, and it's not knocking it as a AAA title because I think that there are some AAA titles that can be put in an unexpected gem category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Fair. Um, I just think that um, I mean, I'm I didn't add this. I, I don't think it needs to be on this list, but to maybe to some extent, Final Fantasy 15, because that was <laughs> the 10 year game, or even adding The Last Guardian on this list could be something along the lines of like a AAA game that mm-hmm. you didn't expect would be good, especially from its very long um, cycle. But yeah, this category is tricky because it's not about the overall quality of the game, it is about the surprise factor yeah. of right. hooking you into this game. It's, it doesn't necessarily. It may not necessarily mean that the game is so awesome, but just something that really caught your attention and something that it, it drew you drew it drew you to it. Oh, from the first time they talk about the Doom Slayer and they're telling me that I'm going to go and, and shoot dudes. Oh, it got me. Oh, it got me a lot. <laughs> I sat there and was like, yes. And then the right. soundtrack kicks in, and then you go up that elevator, and then that gun just goes, <laughs> and you're like, yes, yes. Give me, give me your. Or demon babies. I will kill them all. Demon babies. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Chaz, I, I I don't think Doom is fit for this category. Oh, but it's so it, it's good. good. It's good. It's but so it's not good. an unexpected gem. We uh, expect good things from a franchise like that. Do we, though? Do yeah. we? I don't think Doom stands up to some of the other people in this category. I, I kind of agree. Right. It, it's the, gone. The table votes three to one. <laughs> Fine. We don't we don't play that card a lot, but Fine. we kind of that's what this entire okay series is based off of. Okay, group murder. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what group we do. think. Battlefield one, get it off. Yeah, get it <laughs> off. Take that hot trash. <laughs> get it off. <laughs> Battlefield one was that's good. like unexpected diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I like I'm gonna give them points. But Battlefield 1 is an act of desperation. Like, 
Battlefield has not been doing great. Like just as a like it it does well enough, but you can tell that they're grasping. And uh, it was a good like this was a good solid play for them. Definitely over Hotline and whatever the hell. Call of Duty. No, 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 no. Hard I'm talking about the, the hard line. Um, yes. Oh, Hardline. Hardline. Oh, yeah, 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 like that yeah. was just like, what the hell are you even doing? Um, well, but, I think that when for Battlefield One, I wouldn't call them unexpected because once the trailers came out, because that trailer and then the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer came out, and I think from that point on, people have been riding high on Battlefield One, like, oh, this is gonna do great. It's gonna do so good, and it did good. Yeah, but like it wasn't anything. By the time launch time came up and people got to play it, it wasn't something that was unexpected. I agree. Yeah, take it. Um, people may may hate me, may not hate me on this. Overwatch needs to go. Ooh. Get it out. Yeah. Get it out. No, Overwatch <laughs> does have to go. Um, oh, that was it, that's a Blizzard game. I expect greatness from Blizzard. Yeah, and I, I don't think anybody under underestimates any type of Blizzard game, and I think that needs to go. Let's put it this way: if I see Blizzard, I pre-purchase. They're the only people I do that for. Um, Someone needs to talk to me about Tales of Zestiria. Because that would be a I, damn game. <laughs> I'm under the impression that the Tales game has a long lineage and that its fans have a certain expectation about that series. And I don't I don't want to say that they don't like do anything new, but I feel like that it has a formula. And like they they read that formula th- like it it's got a JRPG hook to it. Like, did this game do something unexpected? It speaking from what I've played and why I put this on the list here is Tales of Asteria was a game that I totally, I've never played a Tales game. 2016 was the first time I actually got a chance to play one. And I am a big fan of RPGs, but I've ne- there looking at Tales games in the past, there was never really anything that hooked me, but actually getting the chance to sit down, actually, I purchased the game. It, Tales of Asteria always has its cult, like, it is a small, dedicated, like, oh my god, I love these fans here. Um, but as as it kept going in and I started playing Tales of the Stereo, I was like, wow, this is actually a really fun game. Like, the mechanics are, they they kind of guide you in at first, but then it gets a little bit deeper and a little bit harder. Um, especially as they add in, like, arts and magic and other combos and stuff like that in the game. And I was like, oh man, this is actually really fun. And what ended up being, like, I'll give this game a shot for, like, an hour or two. I'm now, like... 20 hours in the game and I'm like I feel invested in the game and it's not something that I I personally expected to get out of Tales of Asteria um, especially when Final Fantasy 15 and other RPGs were coming out so uh, there's a little bit of a downside with the Tales franchise it's been around since 95 it came out on the SNES um, and they're usually like the in the class of like Final Fantasy in terms of how well they do in Japan and in the US so I, I, when there's a Tales game that comes out, ever since Symphonia, I pick it up. So it's one of those it's like, like I would buy this before I bought Final Fantasy. But does that make it an unexpected gem? That's that's no, blasphemy. No, no. But okay, sure. Everyone's the title of their opinion. I, I I'm going to tell you right now. No, when <laughs> not I, implying when I that his opinion's Tales, wrong or anything me, like that, right? Let me let me get my holy water. The power of Christ compels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no God in Final Fantasy. What now? <laughs> No, but I, I just I expect good things from a Tales game, so I, I wouldn't find that as an unexpected gem. You know, they've been coming out since '95, and they've been competing with Final Fantasy. I, I think that, especially after we added more games on here, I think there are, I think there are more contenders than um, what Zestiria offers. I think that 
if you are looking for a good RPG, maybe not like necessarily, I wouldn't say not Final Fantasy quality because I think it is, but maybe something besides Final Fantasy. You want some more RPG stuff? I think the Tales oh, series no. is great. No, Tales series is a phenomenal JRPG franchise. It's just, it's kind of like Final Fantasy, which yeah. would lead me to World of Final Fantasy. Well, I think the fact that it's a phenomenal JRPG series kind of disqualifies it for being an unexpected gem because you're expecting another entry into this phenomenal JRPG series. If we're going, I, I, ba- if we're going based on the logic of good games <laughs> following series and everything else like that, then yeah. It, uh, yeah. It's one of those things where you're looking at it going like, it, it, it's good because... That, it's, that's a hard one good. to say, but like I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, especially with the... Other games on this list, mm-hmm. it um falling through. Also, will excellent segue into, into World of Final Fantasy. Actually, let, let's talk about this. Okay. Um, let's. It's this is. I mean, remember Pokemon Sun and Moon's on this list as well. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It um I know Chaz and I have played it. Yeah. Um, Chaz, what do you think? Um, I think it's a very good um nostalgia fest. I'm I'm glad that they wanted to bring in all the characters from Final Fantasy and and sort of reminded you, oh hey, remember Lightning and remember um, uh, Squall and remember you know well everyone remembers. Squall. This was a South Park thing this this season, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, remember, remember. I remember. So um, we need some some money until 15 comes out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so when they added also like the Pokemon mm-hmm. element of it to where you're just sort of collecting monsters and fighting with them and, and like Butt them. Crown, right? That was a thing. Uh, butt Crown, uh, yeah. Butt Crown. Butt crown. Good old Butt Crown. <laughs> See extra live stream for more information. <laughs> yes. Um But no, I mean that game was really good. It was better than it had any right to be. I mean, you're looking at some of the trailers and you're looking at some of the you know, even listening to some of the voice acting the english voice acting i was sitting there going like oh man this is gonna be hot garbage i'm gonna hate this game yeah and i played it and i'm sitting here going like waiting for 15 to come out going like man i really really want to actually buy this game right now i really want this game in my life i I hesitated purchasing this game just because it and i think uh, as far as unexpected gems go and looking at it from that view it's people would come up and say this is not a numbered final fantasy game why do I why do I care about this game? I feel like this would clean sweep the this is not Final Fantasy 15 of the year award. <laughs> <laughs> this would sweep that category for sure. Um, but uh like I agree with Chaz, like I, I I mean I really this is one of the few games this year that I had to do a lot of research on to see if it would even be interesting to me. One of the things that really helped with this game is the demo. Yep. Um they offered a free demo for the game and I played I when I started playing the game like this Pokemon hook has got like, it's got something going here. And like, I'm, I'm surprised that I'm enjoying it as much as I am. And it's, but like, it, as you said, Chaz, it's very much a final fantasy nostalgia shot in the arm. Mm, that's um, good. Oh yeah. If you're a final fantasy fan, it feels great. Oh, so good. This um, is your brain. <laughs> this is your brain on final fantasy. <laughs> Just like pictures of someone like in a gutter somewhere, <laughs> like with clouds, buster sword. <laughs> you can help these people. But <laughs> I <sighs> there are other games on this list that probably contend a lot better. Well, I, I I I'm gonna say like, what do you guys what do you guys think? I know you guys have seen World of Final Fantasy, at least not maybe not played it, but seen it. What do you? I want to hear from Will and Seth on this one. As far as with the remaining contenders on the list, personally, here's the thing. 
see prior uh, conversation about Tales. If I see Tales or Final Fantasy in it, it's us- it may not be the best game out there, but it's usually pretty good. Well, I, and I go with that. I just my hiccup on this one is that it's not a numbered Final Fantasy, and a lot of people are a Final lot Fantasy of, Tactics was one of the best Final Fantasy games ever made. I well, and that's not a here's what Final I think. Fantasy game. I think that World of Final Fantasy was unexpected. I think it was an unexpected gem. I don't think it was one of the top three unexpected gems. I think that that it was. We didn't expect it to be very good, and it ended up being pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that. Like, let's be real here. When when the when the culling starts, <laughs> the first thing you do is you find the weak. You find the ones that you know will not be in there. Don't worry, I'm looking at you, Tap Titans, too. Next, <laughs> we're coming to your place next. But I'm like, we just got to run through here. And like, World of Final Fantasy was unexpected, but it wasn't. I don't think it's it's going. There are more than three other games on this category that okay, will. So so Death Star t- laser it. Tap so Titans defend your two, t- yeah. Okay, so Tap Titans oh, two <laughs> and World of Final Fantasy walk into a bar, and one leaves. No, neither leaves. <laughs> <Not, laughs> <laughs> fantasy World of Final Fantasy and Tap Titans two walk into a bar. The bar bursts into flames. <laughs> Everyone dies. It's a end. it's a murder suicide. Yeah. Oh, 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 let's. Chaz has played this game. Yeah. Chaz. Pitch us on Tap Titans 2. We will make judgment. I want you to know something before you even start talking. If a tapper wins any category in Rocket Punch Game of the Year, I will literally jump out of that window right behind you. The fall is not high enough to kill me. In the words of Batman, that's the point. It's to send a message. So tell us. Please, don't waste too much breath, though, Chaz. <laughs> I don't want you to get winded trying to defend this one. But please tell us, why should Tap Titans 2 win Unexpected Gym of 2016? Tap Titans 2 should win Unexpected Gym of 2016 because it is an actual mobile game that employs one of the best points of an actual mobile device, touching the screen. Um, no, it actually has some good RPG elements. Uh, one of the thing is that you can just keep tapping and you can get more money so that you can make your enemies die faster because you can build up your people so that you can tap more to make the enemies die and you can just tap Okay, I, I want to go ahead and say, and I think it's on everybody's mind. You lost me at mobile game. I'm just gonna. I'm just <laughs> gonna toss it. Out All right. There. You know what? Okay, I actually. No, I appreciate okay. that you put this on here because this gives me an opportunity. This gives me a platform <laughs> to have this conversation. All right. All right. I had my tapper phase too. <laughs> my tapper phase lasted exactly 48 hours. For Tap Titans One on Steam, I have 47 hours of playtime. <laughs> if that tells you anything about the experience of Tap Titans. So I'm going to say this. Tappers are crystallized video games. All right? I joke a lot, but let's be real. Video games are about numbers. Going up. I want to see the number go up. When the number goes up, I get the endorphin release. Let's do it. Like, I'm breaking it real down here for you, everyone. Like, molecular level video games here. I want to see the number go go up. up. And boy, if you want to see numbers go up, do I have the game for you? Tap Titans 2. <laughs> that game is all about numbers going up. Yes, and just is. as you get tired of seeing how low your number is, it goes up just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just enough to give you enough just to get bit. through to the next number increase. Just a little bit. 
Uh, tap games are trash. Yep. <laughs> they need to die. Okay. Hey, Chaz, you know what isn't on this list? I love you, Chaz. It's all right. Duncan Battle's not on this list. You know why? Because it's trash. Because it's trash, too. Yes, thank you. I still play it, Tap but it's trash. Two, it, no, it, it like, is received as it, it, We call it trash, but you can still, like... Oh, man, I, it's so bad for me, but it's so bad it's good type of deal. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, um, so is heroin. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Users of heroin will say it is good. So, okay, I'm good But we all know are you, objectively... Are you talking from experience? No, I am not. No, I am not. I am good with Tap Titans being destroyed from this list. It's okay. Mm. There's other things on here, but I think I think you're gonna have to be. I'm, ash- I'm, ash- I'm, I'm honestly ashamed that it took this much time, and I fell under the trap. That's the trap of the tap. Um, I like. I see a couple. Let's go ahead and get Pokemon Sun and Moon. I think they need to get needs, off this. I list. think that needs to go. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because honestly, it's fucking Pokemon. Like from the time they teased that video at the end of like either a Game of Awards or a Nintendo Direct, and they showed the little clips, and they were just like, "Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon are coming out next year." Everyone has lost their shit since. Well, I, I think <clears throat> one of the reasons that I think that deserves mentioning is that it was to me it's probably the most interesting Pokemon game I would almost say since Soul Silver, like. Soul Silver was a remake of Silver or Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Mm-hmm. People loved that because it was the, you know, very nostalgic, really great game. This is a game that kind of like X and Y, black and white, one and two, didn't like I, I didn't get the passion from other people. Now I think Pokemon uh Pokemon Go had some to do here. Like po- that brought Pokemon back into the conversation and then hey! Now available, you know, it's another adventure. Look, Pikachu's on the front again. <laughs> Pikachu's back. He's back, baby. Um, Actually, I don't think I saw Pikachu on the front of either of those. It, no, I, you didn't. But <laughs> you, when you heard Pokemon, you, that's the first Pokemon yeah, you heard. Like, it's saw it's, it's back. Head. We take Visa, debit card, Bitcoin, put them in. Here we go. Uh, what's a 3DS? We turn that shit off. <laughs> Too many Pokemon. Can't render them. Anyways, uh, it's it was an unexpectedly good Pokemon game. So I think it like deserved mentioning here. You're right, it doesn't hold up to some of these others. But Pokemon Sun and Moon were great. Team Skull's the best. <laughs> Especially with that like nineties gangster walk they got. Yep. The uh a friend of mine referred to them as the adorable little hot top hot topic goobers, I believe was the <laughs> quote. And I was like, Oh mo- no, sorry. Adorable little hot topic morons. That was the exact <laughs> quote, and it was a perfect way to summarize those. Yeah. Unique group of individuals. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So yeah. one of the um, other things I'm going to need everyone to explain to me is what is Digimon doing on this list? So I, I want to know. Oh, you see, I, the I monsters know. are digital <laughs> and they're in a digital world. What Digimon's doing? No, so it, I like Pokemon. It's on this list for mentioning. Okay. Uh, Digimon Story was a, more of a return to form for an RPG franchise. And they brought it to the current generation. And they also, you know, brought it back to the West. Because we lost seven generations of games to just Japan. And nobody else got them. There's a whole series of Digimon games we'll never see in the West. Japan hoarding all the Digimon. Is this an unexpected gem? It was actually a phenomenal game. Uh, 
It was very Pokemon-esque. <laughs> I know two people who played it, and they both loved it. One of them is sitting at this table. Yeah. Like, if I... Let's just put it this way. The sequel's coming this month. Guess who's buying it twice again? Well, Because they don't do the cross-buy, cross-save. You gotta buy both to be able to cross-save. Good. What else? Is it, you're getting on PC and what? PS4 and Vita. Oh, okay. Vita, it still exists. There's a, it's still it's here. good. What's a Vita? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> You're fired. I think some phone or something. <laughs> weird. Some Sony like phone? Is something that you can put into your system and it can dock it somewhere? What is that? A portable? Nah. No. So, no, but phenomenal game needed to be mentioned. It does not top Pokemon Tournament or Stardew Valley. Well, so while we're hiding no. that body, let's go ahead and hide the body for Pokemon Tournament. <laughs> 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 Hey, no, to be fair. Two for one special. Who would have thought that a 3D fighter featuring Pokemon would have been good? I mean, I'm sure it was a good fighter because it was made by the people that made Tekken. Oh, no, it was a great game. But from the moment that was that was announced, I was like, no, 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 no. What, like, you don't want to be Charizard? And Hyrule like, Warriors was, was a thing, and I thought you were done with that. <laughs> I thought that was what you did to make money until the Switch came out. So I'm going to actually stand so, up and, and be... Defender of also Pokemon Tournament. Because I think that game is actually phenomenal. Ooh. As a Pokemon game. Here we, here we go. Do you in, feel it? Injustice feel 2 it? comes out in 2017. It's <laughs> ineligible for this list. Um, so I'm going to tell you right now, Seth, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let me sit back. Listen, listen. <laughs> Pokemon Tournament is actually a very good fighter. It is the Pokemon game that I've always wanted. You actually that, get to control you've been the delu- <laughs> you've been, you're, you're living in a delusion. No, you've been, you've I've been, always wanted direct control over my Pokemon and actually have I mean, a fight. Something's assumed ever since the Reapers the have assumed direct control over you. <laughs> because for you to say that is what you've always wanted. Yeah. No, you've all what you what you here's what you're doing. All right. Hold on. Let me put on my psychologist hat. <laughs> it seems what you're doing is yeah. you're trying to compensate for the lack of another Pokemon stadium and looking for that in this Pokken game. Now, I understand that the Pokken game is um, made by very seasoned developers, and, you know, another Tekken game is coming out very soon. That's going to be exciting. People love to play Tekken. Mm. People love to play Pokemon, right? People don't necessarily love to play Pokemon Tekken. You know, I'm just saying that just because one food is good and another food is good doesn't mean you should mix them together <laughs> to like explain traductions. Um, So I can tell you right now that that's total crap. You obviously haven't seen Gengar in this game. Okay, okay. So we've heard we I've heard a pitch because I'm still undecided. All right, like Chaz and Will, you guys. Why is this, this even a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Get, so imagine this. All right. Okay. You've got two people that are pretty decent in fighting games. Say you and I. Okay. All right. And you actually get the chance to be okay. Cool. You get to be Charizard. You get to control Charizard and have. Like your backup dude to kind of interrupt the case. But don't I control him when I'm a Pokemon trainer in Pokemon? No, no, no. you do. You (laughs) assume direct control, (laughs) jumping all of that. All right. Now, while that uh, control is directly assumed, I can be like, hmm, you know what? It's time for the Gengar. And we can literally just troll each other with the Pokemon as we're beating the tar out of each other. So imagine like Ultimate Ninja Storm, except, you know, Pokemon. And not as much movement because they're both fatter and slower. Okay. The other thing is, is that whenever I, my first introduction to Pokemon was actually the cartoon series. 
<laughs> so for me, when I watch Pokemon, I'm thinking that, oh, you're you're this gym person, you're sending out your Pokemon to do weird things, and then Ash defeats an Onyx with a Pikachu by knocking out the sprinkler, which I'm sitting there going like, okay, I'm going to try and see if I can pick up this Pokemon game. I pick up Pokemon, and it's just like you choose from four moves, and you just send out your Pokemon to do your bidding. I'm sorry. Are you now <laughs> implying that this game might be better than actual real God bless America Pokemon? Because if so, I will eat this cellular phone that I hold within my hand with I, these God you know forsaken what? Just because of that, delete it. Delete this. Yeah, that's it. I think that I'm you've seen. Support. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying the is... The prosecution rests. <laughs> Hold on. Say. No, what I'm saying is that the ability to assume direct control of the Pokemon, for me mirrors the same kind of feelings that I had when watching the cartoon series. It's where I'm like, okay, I can, you know, send out my Pokemon to do something and have direct influence as to what they do. I like the Pokemon games, but this one in my head was more closer to the 13-year-old me watching the Pokemon cartoons, which I really enjoyed. So that's just... The Pokemon cartoons are good. Pokemon is really good. Tekken is really good. Yeah. Pokemon Tournament is not really good. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty... I've heard it's okay. I've heard it's a decent fighting game. Um, it's does not it, like... It, quoting Cameron, a decent fighting game, does that deserve to be in the top three of Unexpected Gems for 2016? <laughs> I, I can tell you from my current experience, it's better than Street Fighter Five. Well, you notice Street Fighter Five not on this list. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. We'll go to that game soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I want to bring up another game, and I don't know if it'll have a debate or not. Um, Super Mario Run. Take that off this list. Uh, and, uh, let me let me bring, I guess, my thinking on Super Mario Run, <clears throat> especially with some of the other games I see on this list. I don't. I don't know if Super Mario Run is necessarily an unexpected gem because people have wanted like Nintendo to get on the mobile bandwagon forever. And when they that game has been hit with fan like any type of content, they didn't even say what it was. It's like, hey, a Super Mario game is coming to mobile phones. Yeah. A super, the game is called Super Mario Run. It'll be out in two months. Yeah. So the, this game is nine ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it. I'm not sure. I if anything, I think that people saw this game in it. It was very close. It was a little off from not meeting their expectations. Not like their expectations were high, but it was a little bit lower than that. It wasn't a bad game by any means, but. I think that people expected a lot and expected a fun field experience from this game from Nintendo. Well, not really Nintendo, but using a Nintendo property coming onto a mobile device. So to quote Seth, if a tapper makes it to the top of this list. (laughs) (laughs) I, so here is what I'll say about super Mario run. Okay. Super Mario run. I don't think is an unexpected gym. I think that of everything, Super Mario Run was the most unexpected thing to happen in 2017. 2016. Um, Sorry, 2016. Because Super Mario Run, I like, I remember watching, like I'm a techie on the, on the side and I remember watching like the little Apple keynote, right? And the last thing I expected to see at an Apple iPhone announcement keynote 
was Shigeru Miyamoto announcing a new Mario game. I'd, I'd agree with that. It came yeah. out of left freaking field. And I was just like, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? Like, and, I, you know, Tim Cook's on stage. He's all like, he's all like, we've got a legend of the industry. And I'm just like, oh, come on, finish, please. I'm done with your Miracle Whip bullshit. Here. Please just lay it on. And then he was like, you see, it's me, Mario. And I was like, literally, it was the, ah, like, it was that moment of just like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. And then, yeah, they came out on stage and announced. I mean, it was a pretty game. It was a Mario game. Yeah. It was a Mario game. Play with one hand. Like, also, best marketing. That was, <laughs> whoa, man, you want to sum it up. Uh, doesn't doesn't deserve a spot on this list. but Well, it doesn't deserve a top spot on this list. But it was the most unexpected thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we, We've taken off a lot. Seth, as you like to always do, get us with an update. What do we have left? So, as of now, here are the survivors. <laughs> I like how you put that. Wait a second. Is this the uh I'm gonna try and hunger games this? Dude. <laughs> Actually they'd go through the people who died, right? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna do that. Dude. Pokin Tournament. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Tales of Zestiria. World of Final Fantasy. Overwatch. Doom. Tap Titans 2. Pokemon Sun and Moon, Battlefield 1, and Super Mario Run. Remaining are Firewatch, The Witness, Titanfall 2, Hitman, Stardew Valley, and The Flame in the Flood. Flame in the Flood, you're up. I've not played it. What is it? Aim the crossbows. (laughs) Aim the crossbows. Okay, um... This is a game that I had a weird... I'm the one who's played it. I own and I played it. This is a game that I had a really weird... I, I say kind of relationship with as far as learning this game. I had no clue about this game. Knew nothing of this game. Had no idea what it is. And then I think through Twitter, through social media, it kind of started shooting this game out at me. Like, okay, what, what, what is this? It's interesting. What the to give an overview? What the flame of the flood is is a um, it's a um, roguelike um, game, but it's very much a three D realm. It's not like Rogue Legacy where it's like a two D side scroller thing. It's a three D world like you basically when you start the game you are this young girl and her dog. You have her dog and you are living in this. I I use the term post apocalyptic post-apocalyptic, but do not, the images that you have in your head kind of get out. Not fall out. It's not like bleak and dire world. It's very much, think you're in like the backwoods of like the South, like Mississippi or Tennessee. Overgrown. And not even overgrown, just like you're in the, you, you're in this landmass and you kind of wake up, you have your dog with you and you go and it, Almost to think of like maybe starve to get like don't starve almost in a sense as far as roguelikes go, but it's the game itself is very bright. Like when you start the it's dark at night, but then when the sun rises, it's very bright, very vivid colors like yellows and reds. And basically, what happens is that as a roguelike, you go think of it like a roguelike. You go through and you gather um, resources like. Um, Cattails, 
um, grass, food and stuff you'll pick up from the ground. And you'll use those to make like an example would be if you, um, you might find a house, a hut that's abandoned. You'll go into the hut. You'll find some rope. You'll find a twig on the ground that you can use that's sturdy enough and you can build a um, trap. And on some pieces of the land, you can actually go and bunnies will pop up. This is one of the first times I ran into it. You can lay, when you go to the bunnies, they'll run away from you. So you can lay a trap to catch the bunny and lure the bunny over to the trap. It'll catch them and you can eat the bunny and you'll have stuff like, you have your resources like food, shelter, you have illness you have to worry about. Um, I went to sleep outside and woke up and it was raining and I got sick from the rain and I had to basically, I went inside for a little bit to sleep. Like I found a hut and I slept in the hut and I felt better afterwards, but apparently it can get much worse. Like you can get injured and you'll have to figure out a way to not be injured anymore. Maybe with some health kits that you'll pack, but jumping back and I kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but once you imagine like the kind of the South, the Southern area, cause once you come out, Basically, the, it's called the flame and the flood. The most of the world has flooded. That's the po- post-apocalyptic thing, and you're on these these big little land masses. And when you come out of your first little area, you find the raft, and you and your dog hop on this raft, and you float down the river. And that's a part of the game mechanic is you'll float down the river, and you'll find these different pieces of land to actually land on and actually go and explore. And you'll find items like uh, you know, you may find on one piece of island a um fire that you can light up gets you. You'll find some Flint and you'll use to light up the fire so you can stay warm because that's a meter that you have to watch out for. Um, the everything as far as the execution execution from this game as I'm not, I will definitely say that I'm not the hugest fan of roguelikes. Um, just because like the whole, sometimes I have trouble understanding like the whole, like you've got to, you're going to die you'll die and you have to start the whole game over again. I did find out from that game that you can play. There's a mode where you can play. If you die, you'll start at your last checkpoint, which are pretty decent chunks of checkpoints, or you can play. If you die, you're done. Baby toddler mode (laughs) and the get good mode. But it's especially talking about it here for me is oozes like very much. It it's reminiscent to me of like Mark Twain like Southern, like the music going down the river in the raft and yes. like having to navigate the rafts in the Huckleberry rivers. Finn. Uh, very much Huckleberry Finn and um, Tom Sawyer, Mark Twain, a type of tales there. And I was, I was immediately like, I did not expect to, I didn't expect, I didn't know about this game. I knew nothing about this game. And I came in, saw videos, gave it a shot. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this game very, very much. Um, I, I don't know what else I can say about the game to keep you guys informed that it, it's a roguelike going down the rivers and the raft. Like, Cause when you, when you start the first time you get on the raft and you go down, there's this like huge, like twangy music, like, Oh, yes. going down the river. Yes. It, it's, it's so awesome. And it, it just, what really surprised me and something out the weather stuff, like I'm in the rain my fire, I'm sitting out in the fire. It's rain. It starts to rain. My fire goes out and I get sick. So, oh, you're sick. And now I'm like, oh crap, I have to figure out a way to get warm. You know, the dog is not just there to, for show. 
the dog will like find items for you and bark like bark, bark. there's some there's some cattail over here you can get this and make some bork, items out of it bork 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 <laughs> bork um there there let's be clear here the dog has one thing that it does <laughs> the dog dies I, the, dog, the dog hasn't died yet for me but Not like yet is the key word but there are a couple of other survivors as well you'll run into and you can like barter with them and trade get items for your raft like Repair your raft, improve your raft, things like that. So don't starve plus organ trade? Okay. Almost, um, it's almost sort of kind of like that, but it's, um, I wish I had video and I'll definitely show you guys video later, but I, I, I've seen the game. It has a real, it has a good sense of style. I like the art style. I've been looking at screenshots of it. Oh, you guys have been pulling talking. up? Okay. But yeah, it, I, I, I was completely floored by this game and aside from the fact you guys have never heard of this and. I'd never heard of the game. It's from the developers, Molasses Flood. It's a cool little indie game, and um, that's why I, 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 that's my push for ke- um, keeping it in the unexpected gem. Do you think it needs to be in the top three? I think looking at some of the other ones in here, and I'm uh, especially with what's left and what I've kind of, at least for me, what I've narrowed down, what I think are some of the um, some of the top three picks. I think it, I think it stays. Think it stays. Think it stays. Okay. I'll need then someone to talk to me about Firewatch because I played through the entirety of Firewatch and Cameron, you and I disagree on on Firewatch. Um, I don't think it was that great. I think you mean Will. Oh, wait, no? Why yeah. do you think? Oh, I, I like... explain, explain how you felt okay. playing why Firewatch. Okay, so for me, it didn't... didn't pay off on a lot of the story things that were in Firewatch. Like there were there were very specific things that I was trying to figure out. Like for one, the whole government conspiracy thing, you know, people trying to listen in on conversations and everything else. And then two the whole plot of the the son who was left to to just rot in. Oh, also spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry Sorry about that. Yeah. We should have said that at the top of this show. Super (laughs) duper spoilers for all of the games that we mentioned here. Continue on, please. Yes. 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 Sorry if we just ruined your day. Ours was ruined last week. so. (laughs) So, I mean, for me, I, I think it was a very well made game, but I, Looking at the other things on this list, I don't think it quite stacks up. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> Ooh, a little salty here. I like it. No, no, no. We don't have to be passive aggressive. <laughs> be active aggressive. No, you, you can say, that. no, you're wrong. Yeah. I, no, think I, mean, this. I mean, you are allowed to be wrong. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I would like to hear your impassioned plea as to why it should stick. Um, see prior episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we have talked about it on mass. Um, what made it an unexpected gym? Um, so it's actually not unexpected. The the minute I kind of saw what was going on there, it was great. I put it in here honestly because, uh, you know, it's one of those you need to buy this game and play it. I really do feel that. I agree. Um, beyond that, um, no, strike it. Man. I would say I would say Fire Firewatch got it like it got what it needed. It got in the top three of best indie. It wasn't. I'll even do when, when I saw when I, I remember seeing the top, like the the trailer for it, mm-hmm. like that first trailer. 
with the turtle and all that. And I was like, okay, cool. This is like a walk around narrative experience. I'm going to explore the wilderness. And yep, that's what like my expectations were set very clear what this was going to be. It didn't necessarily like it's, I think it sold a million copies recently. You did. Awesome. Congratulations. Camp, uh, Campo Campo Santo. Santo. Uh, that is a huge milestone and I hope a million more. Um, but you know, it's not like a, it's not like a game that just like rewrote the narrative experience for that. I think that I expected a great narrative experience. I got a great narrative experience. Great game. One in, you know, one in the top three category or one of the top three picks for best indie. I don't know that it has a place, especially against some of these other ones. Um, you can take Hitman off. What? Wait, why? Yeah, no, you totally can. Uh, well, now, and listen, uh, Hitman was secretly really good. Yeah. Oh, no, that game is amazing. Like, oh, here's the thing. We're, we're, we're have the car. Okay, let, no, no, let's We're, no, we're yeah. having the conversation <laughs> about Hitman. <laughs> but I, I, I honestly think, like, let's be real. Hitman is, in my opinion, usually pretty good. I Look at my Steam library. They're all there. I, I, I will see. I will say. And I'll go ahead and say I, I put Hitman on this list. And one of the big reasons for Hitman, and I, I hearing pushback, I can go either way on this game. Um, Hitman, what was unexpected about Hitman was the its use of. I will definitely say if a game comes out in like seasonal stuff, or it has to come, it has to come out in the type of parts or something like that. I love I loved Square Enix's execution on Hitman. Yeah, but I will say that they innovated there it basically $15 for the intro pack which is the first big world mm-hmm. and, and you could you can basically if you wanted to you could play that first level and as they um, release new content and like there are new targets in that level you can continue to play that level you don't have to worry about the other like each pack each additional pack with a different level one was in Japan one was in Morocco one was in U.S. Chicago, you know, in if you if you ended up getting, you could purchase the full game for sixty dollars. If you're not sure, you get the intro pack, and then there was an upgrade pack that you ended up in the long run only paid an additional five dollars, which at the end of the day is not necessarily bad, especially if you don't know if you're going to like this game. But the continued support they have given this game throughout the entire year, and they've already said that hey. There's going to be a season two, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for this game. We're going to add more levels and stuff to that. I think that as some developers are trending towards having some games as a quote service instead of just like a full game, I think that's a perfect execution. It wasn't like, you know, we had Hitman Absolution and Hitman Blood Money. It wasn't some acronym at the end. It was Hitman. This is Hitman. Yeah, that's that is what you're talking about right there is what I appreciated about this game is that it didn't try to be it didn't it didn't go the Guitar Hero route where they just look for other stickers to put on it to be like, oh, it's Hitman, but he's in Morocco this time. It's just like this is Hitman. You have someone to kill. You're in Morocco. You're in Japan. Like do it like and they that was awesome. And I follow them on Twitter and Facebook every every week they always have posts oh we have a new elusive target you have 72 hours to kill this person and then you get a week break oh you have another elusive target you have x amount of time to kill this person all the time they have not stopped since the launch early this year and it's great and it's wonderful it's wonderful 
the other thing that I do appreciate about it is that I've seen so many people stream this game and it's not just like one way of doing it. So you don't just sit there and say, well, you're in this big giant world and this is how you do your perfect run. No, if I want to, you know, okay, say my elusive target is uh, one of the military leaders um, in Morocco or, or wherever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go ahead and get this guy by, I'm going to distract them by throwing this fire extinguisher. And then while they're all distracted, I'm going to dress up as one of those uh, maids. And then I'm just going to walk around and no one's going to find me. And I'm going to stab this guy in the throat. And, and you're just sitting there going like, yeah, you can come up with so many different ways of attacking uh, a particular target. And even with the um, different uh, modes where they say, all right, you have to do it this specific way. You have to kill this guy being a waiter. And you're sitting there going like, well, how am I going to do that? You know, you're sitting there, okay, well, um, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and uh, climb up this rope and swing down from the rafters. You know, you you, you can find different things to do in that game. And I, I, think, it's, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. So what's the verdict on Hitman? We're going through the list here. Okay, we have a stay. Seth is still <laughs> deliberating. Will thoughts on Hitman? Kill it. Okay, we have a kill. Seth. Seth is thinking very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Unusually hard about this, which is very funny. I'm going for my kill shot. Oh. I'm going for my kill shot here. Okay, what? Hitman, flame in the flood. I think the, I think the three in this category are without question, Stardew Valley, Titanfall Two, and The Witness. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, don't, I I'm going I'm straight go for the, I'm going for the kill shot here. I'm going for the end game. I don't I don't think Titanfall Two should be here. No, I think no. Titanfall Two needs to be replaced with Flame in the Flood. I won't allow it. <laughs> Listen, Titanfall 2's story was the exact opposite of what I expected from EA in the sequel to that first game. I don't we know. all knew a campaign was coming. Right. Here's my thing. EA didn't make that game. Respawn well, did. Well, no, I'm just saying that like... It was published by EA. It was published by EA, right. but like the typically what I get from, from an EA game is what I get from Battlefield 1. Beautiful looking game. Pretty solid gameplay, but it pretty much sticks to the formula, right? And Titanfall... We knew Titanfall 2 needed a campaign, and they said pretty early on it was going to get a campaign. I expected a... We're going to go on a space adventure and we're going to fight the IMC and the we're going to take them down and there's going to be this huge battle at the end where the IMC is destroyed. That is what I expected. What I got was the story about a dude and a robot who just met each other who are now trapped on a planet with all these crazy ass like villain of the week mercenaries with some of the most memorable levels I've had this year in a shooter with... The you know, again spoilers time jumping level, so good. The, so good. The so good. Uh, basically home construction facility level, where like you oh, see yeah. how the frontier is built. You have these you know pretty standard like like mechs. It's basically the mechs the the titans from the multiplayer, but the villains all have them. And as you defeat them, you basically get that mech. So it's kind of got this Mega Man vibe to it, where as you're beating people, you're getting access to their kit. Yeah. Um. It just like Titanfall Two blew me away every step of the way on the campaign. Then you flip over to multiplayer, and it is the solid as fuck 
<laughs> Titanfall 1 multiplayer just like amped up again. And when you think it can't get any better, they're like, ah, you know what? Here's the best map from Titanfall 1. You got it too. Angel City's back. And like, there is, like, I play Titanfall 2 and I'm like, there is not anything in this video game that isn't good. And I did not expect that. I expected Titanfall 2 to be a mediocre rehash of the same material we've seen before. That is Titanfall 2. <laughs> Titanfall 2 was a very good video game. I agree. I understand. I don't I don't I don't think it needs feeling. to be on the unexpected. Did you play genre. the campaign? <sighs> no, you did not. I did play the multiplayer. So but, that's, so but th- there's no dis- discussion to be had. It, here. As I have played both. I've played Kill both it. in the played the campaign twice. Um I as far as for what an unexpected gem is, if we're going okay, we're gonna play in game. My my personal picks for in game are the witness, Stardew Valley, and Flame in the Flood. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Just jump swap back. Flame in the Flood out with Titanfall two. It's easy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump on talk since we're talking about Titanfall two. I think that I don't think that there was any like expectations of that game being less than great. The original Titanfall, or whatever you want to say about the first Titanfall, was great. Like people loved, people gave that game eights and nines, and gave it for just having a multiplayer. Yeah. When and there were still some low scores because, being honest, I didn't buy the Titanfall at launch. I waited until they started adding more stuff to the game. In which case, I was like, oh my god, I love this game. I can't believe I, you know, I got it for a good deal. I'm glad I waited instead of when it was bare bones when it got released. Titanfall two. Everyone expected the single player campaign. I don't think everyone ex. I don't think um, everyone expected the single player to be as good as it was. Um, but I, I do think that from a story perspective, it was straightforward overall. It, I mean, it basically, I th- I think the story boils down to a guy and his robot, and just the bond of when they first meet and they don't know each other, and you're like, okay, and then kind of building that bond, and then ripping it out of it <laughs> ripping it ripping your heart as what you the titan sacrifices yeah. itself to save its owner and i think i've seen some stories from that before i i just don't like the multiplayer i expected nothing less from the multiplayer especially the way they built up the multiplayer from the first titanfall i was my expectations were already like multiplayer should not have a problem yeah i don't i don't the yeah, interesting on the airship the airship explodes your titan is destroyed you get the secret super death pistol from behind the Titan's <laughs> eye. You go on a murder spree of vengeance before you are thrown away from the nuclear core of the planet by your Titan as he sacrifices himself for you. Okay, so let me just make this one... And we want to give this to the Huckleberry Finn simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say one last thing. Respawn Entertainment was formed from the ashes of what was the Infinity Ward when they made this is from the creators of modern warfare so call of duty one of the best call of duties that have been made in modern history all right so to there, say are that they're ancient call of duties <laughs> so don't say, don't give them any more ideas <laughs> yes. than they already need. hey okay. hey ancient egypt hey don't worry yes so I'm sure one's already so, oh, roman man. roman warfare uh, call of duty roman warfare they yes about that. but to say that this wasn't unexpected from respawn is kind of a little bit of a stretch. It's 
Cause it because we've expected cool. some good things from Respawn because they're from the Modern Warfare people. I, I think that they, they set a good precedent with Titanfall. I don't think that Titanfall two was gonna be anything less than good, but it was it was great and I don't That's the definition of an unexpected gym. <laughs> we but thought I, it would be good, but it was great. I think that I think that some games are a little bit hit you a little bit harder and a little bit more unexpected when they come from people that you never heard of. I I never heard of Flame in the Flood. I never heard of Molasses Flood. I never heard of Stardew Valley or um what's what's the gentleman's name? Uh, Jonathan Blow. Witness. That's that. That's the witness. That's the I'll, witness. I'll see where you're at. Okay. Um, the guy who made Stardew Valley. Concerned Ape. Okay. I think that, that, yeah, that's, that's his handle. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it was published by Chucklefish. No. Yeah. Nobody heard of them, and the witness. You know, everybody knows Jonathan Blow, but like, it's like where you haven't. We had Braid and stuff. We know of some of your games. Do we expect this to be good? Uh, I think The Witness for me is one of those games that was people saw Jonathan Blow was expected it like this should be a really good game. They made he made did he make Bastion or was it what was he what were the other no, games he no, made? Super Giant Games he made Bastion. Um, um, he made Braid and Braid. Yes, there you go. Braid was his and, and then coming out with The Witness, which was. Okay, it, it won best indie. Here's so. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm entering negotiation mode. <laughs> <laughs> Load the table. All right. So, I am willing. My heart is so large, as it's covered in the blood of Stardew Valley. I am willing to let go of Titanfall Two, if we lock the Witness and Stardew Valley. As two of the top three in this category. <laughs> the Witness and Stardew Valley will go forward. Flame in the can, Flood will be number three. That is what I am suggesting can, can right you, now. Can you do that? Well, see, my end, I'm just yeah. saying. So my, I'm going to go ahead and shoot that down right now. Oh. I think Stardew Valley needs to be stomped like the child it is. No. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no. I, just okay, because here, of Seth. Okay, at this here, point. here. Whoa. That is some <laughs> crystallized hatred right in the <laughs> Here is okay. Here's my suggestion. I see what you're saying on Titanfall. Like Titanfall, I do think that Titanfall was an unexpected gem. I don't have the frame of base- basis with Flame in the Flood to be able to compare it against. I'm always going to give the indie the favor over the AAA in the cases like this because I do think that indie game developers have more freedom. They have more ability to experiment, and I think that Respawn did an amazing job. They were given the freedom to do what they wanted to do, and they did within reason what they could to make a cool story because they knew that call of duty and battlefield one have their over the top. Let's save the world story. So no question though, Stardew Valley, no, no question. Stardew Valley and the witness are on the top of this list and now we'll put flame in the flood. I think we're done here. Uh, Let's I want to hear from Will and Jazz. Uh, Seth and I, we, we, we've made cases. Hitman, Hitman, Titanfall two. Do they do they stand up? I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, right now my final three. If we're gonna go into negotiation phase, okay. All right, it's gonna be Titanfall two, Flame in the Flood, and Hitman. <laughs> no. <laughs> First off, <laughs> actively. <laughs> st- no, et tu bruta. <laughs> As you sit there ripping the core out of the Titan, you're like, oh, I think this game should pass. And like, like, one, 
<laughs> the yeah. eye shuts down. I'm trolling you. I know. You, no, what you no. meant? You meant to say? No, no, no. The witness? No. So let's say it together. The witness? <laughs> no. Stardew Valley? No. The flame and the flood? Oh, okay. No. The flame and the flood. Hitman. Titanfall two. I'm that, just messing with you. <laughs> no, like very seriously, like no, no. In yeah. all seriousness, uh, Flame in the Flood. I would then say Stardew, and then like Titanfall. Over oh, the Witness. <laughs> the line puzzles, though. Yeah, I haven't played the Witness. You got to remember, I don't have something to reference that. Do you know what? I you haven't have, played Flame in the Flood. You're playing either, the Witness these, right now. No, There's a line puzzle in your beard. As we talk, just just as oh, a reference. Man. Yeah, I I um. I'm pulling out reference material here. Oh, I, I've already got. We, no, we, we've seen this. Yeah. Okay. This is this is the second video. Just showing you guys. Our audio listeners love the fact. We're oh yeah, no, yeah. You continue to watch that there. Um, Chaz, what do you think? All right. So my final three um, came down to Stardew Valley, Hitman, and The Witness. Um, just because I like the variety. Uh, just watching. My wife plays Stardew Valley and playing some of it myself. There's so much variety in that game. There's so much to do in that game. And have one person develop all of that is and still be good. It's like the, you know, Axion version. It's like it's like these types of qualities of games where you have one person with a singular vision creating a game that usually just like with someone defending themselves in court, you don't expect it to be good, right? You don't expect it to be like anything but you know, garbage fire, but Stardew Valley was pretty amazing. And then Hitman, also the same variety of gameplay. And then The Witness, that same type of thing. You have uh, the line puzzles, yes, but the variety of those line puzzles and then the uh, feeling that you get when you complete a task, it, it is, it hits the dopamine centers right in your brain. You know it. You, you're sitting there going like, once you walk away from something, that's all you're thinking about. You're sitting there going like, I need to draw this out. I need to figure out what's going on with these maps. I need to know. I need to know exactly how this puzzle's going. And you go to sleep. And then you wake up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. And you go, I know what this is. You turn on the PlayStation. You go you go over there and just say, I'm going to figure this out now. And then you do it. And then you're just sort of like, yes. And you're playing that until 7 a.m. in the morning. And you go, I got to get to work. Shit. So, <laughs> you know, so to me it's more of a, a variety of of gameplay and that feeling of just wanting to come back to that game um i haven't played the flame and the flood but it looks pretty good and if i had maybe maybe maybe, maybe it would be higher on this list but i just don't have a reference i'm gonna give you an example of what the witness is like you're looking at the line puzzle you figure out that when you see the birthday cake icon that means that you need to take the the first letter of the object that the puzzle is attached to. You need to invert that so that you get the opposite letter in the alphabet. So using L as the middle point reference, if it was a B, you would be using now a Y, all right, as the reference there. Okay. And then you need to draw that shape according to a chart that is on the other side of the island behind a rock that you missed 47 oh, times. That is the correct answer to the one puzzle. There are 17 puzzles behind that one. Continue on. It is the only game okay. I bought twice. One for me and a copy from like a friend of mine to be like, here, you play this game. We've been over how good it is. <laughs> I <haven't been> yeah. <laughs> okay. The common theme, because I, I am the controller of marking people stuff on the list. I think we can all agree. I think the common theme from everybody talking at least so far has been Stardew Valley. 
So I say we lock No up. fucking question about that. Why is there even a conversation about this game? Listen, it is time. Stardew Valley is a lock for this list. Not only is it a lock for the top three. I'm going all the way, baby. This is the no questions. God bless America winner of this category. Because damn you all. You're right out of this true category. So now it has to win unexpected. Damn. <laughs> no adjust for that. Thanks for joining I, us. <laughs> the winner of this episode. <laughs> nope. That we've nope. been beating around I'm, the bush. Turn your mic off. Whole <laughs> one hour and twelve minutes we've been here. Remi- I haven't said a word about this because I knew this is the time I was going to wait for the scale to fall off so I'd have that tender meat that I can shoot the harpoon through and bag us. What unexpected gem? Remind us to put a sedative in this drink. Just because of that, Stardew Valley needs to not be in the top three. You can't, no, no, I will not allow too, hipster glasses it's, it's, to It's been too, like, it's, I, at least the common theme from everyone has been Stardew oh, I Valley. I think that goes on the list. We're fighting for which, third place right now. <laughs> uh, potentially. Everybody else's were different. And so it's, it's a four-way battle between The Witness, Titanfall 2, Hitman, and The Flame and the Flood. I I guess my push is the flame in the flood. I by Hitman, by Titanfall two. Bye. <laughs> They're gone. Strike them through. Will anyone defend them? We- I I will only say that is if we give Flame in the Flood the top spot. Nope. 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 We're, we're trying. Nope. We're trying nope. to barter. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what rem- now? Remember, we're only focusing on the top three. We got to get three in here. We got to get three. That is, Blaming the Flood, The Witness, Stardew Valley. It, I, like, Hitman Titanfall 2, can they, can they, can they survive? Could they walk into a bar and walk out? You can't get a Titan in the bar. Let's be real. He would crush the bar. Titanfall. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, Agent 47 (laughs) is dead. I, what do you think, Cameron? No, he actually sabotaged the core two weeks ago when it was on the assembly line. (laughs) It between those four, like especially in tough situations like this, looking back at what again what we expect from an unexpected gem, um, and, and uh, I've made my overall impassioned speech on the Flame and the Flood. That game, I I think that's their first game. Never heard of Molasses Flood. It's a small group of people coming in and making a game that. For a roguelike was something that caught my eye. Like, ooh, I'm okay. Wow, impressive. And just having the fun with that game has been um, pretty impressive for me. We, we've heard that spiel. Um, for me, that other spot, I like. I don't think Titanfall Two. I would not consider Titanfall Two an unexpected gem. If if anything, it it went uh, went above expectations, but not enough as the other games that are on this list for me just because it came it's a sequel it came from titanfall it's done so it has to it's gone (laughs) it's dead this is the conglomerate we have to agree seth (laughs) why are we talking about this body that we've left behind (laughs) the show must go on and with hitman i like i still can go either way on hitman but I like it. I like the. I love the way that it moves through a the seasonal stuff like that. But 
if, if we're going to put a butt on that, especially compared to the others on this list, mm-hmm. for me, it's a Hitman game. And there was not really... As Will focusing on gameplay... is highlighting, Cameron. You need to say something to him. He is not permitted. He does not have the clearance for highlighting. But it, anything can be changed. But I think that Hitman, it at its core... It's still a Hitman game. Not that the Hitman... I love Hitman. I, I bought that when it went on sale. I've loved Hitman. But aside from the seasonal stuff and like the way it approached each of the levels and the package and how Square Enix executed with that, mm-hmm. I knew that I was going into a very enjoyable Hitman game. They learned from the mistakes of the past and they've built on that. And that's those, that's my pitch. I, I, I'm with Seth, the Witness... Stardew Valley and the Flame and the Flood should be the three. Oh, no, I've been with Seth the whole time. I'm just trolling. <laughs> uh, Chaz, would you like to share an opinion that is totally not going to be? <laughs> oh, great. Awesome. Um, I'm, I'm willing to go ahead and uh, budge to Hitman just because it's not, I don't feel as impassioned about Hitman as I did about The Witness. Um, and if it means that The Witness gets on this list, then okay. We will, the witness we will, is on this list. Okay. Will, yes. So the witness sits firmly at the number two position as Stardew Valley takes the first, and we, the Flame of the Flood is number three. We we're not ordering these. We're in not ordering them, but I just ordered them. Let um. So give us a recap, Seth. You love doing it. Uh, okay. So here's we, the we have our three. Here our three are the witness, Stardew Valley, and the Flame of the Flood. Do you want to hear the fatalities? <laughs> no. We're no, we, the, we're done. The, no, when, it's a when, tie. The past when, is the past. When people go look through the podcast show notes and see the like the people that we chose over all the nominees, they'll understand. Like, okay, those are the dead husks. Pay press X to pay respects. Um, now from the three, I'm gonna go ahead and get on my podium. Okay, I'm gonna get on my podium. I'm gonna straighten my tie. We have three, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> we must choose one now. We're in the second phase, funny enough. We're on Highlander. Um, <laughs> there is unexpected, in my opinion, there is only one game that needs to win this. And I've, when we looked at this list, I've been bouncing back and forth, but I like over the last week, I've, I'm like, this is, for this category, I think that this is the game. This is my personal opinion. This game, I think, definitely under, like, pins exactly very firmly in my head what an unexpected gem is and I'm getting the last year I'm building up and I'm doing it on purpose I think that this game is exactly what an unexpected gem should be and especially from this past year I think we've had a awesome allotment of games and of course we had a hard time narrowing it down to these final three my personal pick for number one in the winner of Unexpected Gem is Stardew Valley. I think that that game. It, <laughs> Seth's I'm, face. I, I, I want to. You can't. You can't see Seth's face, but he's just <laughs> grinning ear to ear in the microphone. And I'm going to make this speech on behalf of Seth. This is coming from someone who is not Seth. I I have not played this game, Stardew Valley, but I have seen. Yeah, he's going to sit back. Everybody relax. I have seen. I know I've seen the game. And I know the history about this game. We've had a lovely article from Seth on rockpunchgo.com. You know, we, regardless of what anybody wants to say about the best indie nominations from number one, bringing, popping it in on um, Unexpected Gem and 
number one, it would have been a travesty if this wasn't even in the top three. Number two, this is, in my opinion, the pinnacle of what an unexpected gem is. This was one person, one guy who did everything from the assets to the music to the gameplay to the coding, everything. He had he had help from Chucklefish to help publish this game. But whether this was a do or die thing for him, it was something that he <laughs> I want you to look at his face. I want you to see his eyes. But he passion. But for something that's unexpected, it's hard enough for people to for some AAA developers that have large teams of 100, 50, 100 more people coming in saying this game's going to be great and it falls below expectations or sometimes it meets very rarely does it exceed when you scale down to indies when you have maybe a handful of people it's like ah you know everybody knows Seth you've given us awesome statistics on the amount of games that have popped up on Steam like what you said 40% of Steam's library came from 2016 yes and that's a that's a lot of indies and a lot of small games. There's also a lot of trash in there too. Mm-hmm. And for, but when you look at one person who built a game to the scale, maybe not necessarily the scale, but the complexity that is Stardew Valley, I think that that is bar none. I think that's the winner, especially for when an unexpected gem is. You never you when you hear if somebody came to you and said, hey. I want you to play this game. This um, it was made by one person, and he got somehow he got help from I guess his friends and a publisher to help publish this game. But one person made this game. He did all the stuff here. Um, he's worked a really hard time on it. You know, he, I think I think he's done a great job. What do you think? Play it for me for a week. And you you hear that and you're like, uh, if your first thoughts are like, I don't know. But coming back and saying, hey. Play Stardew Valley. You're like, oh my god, that's that game everybody's been talking about. Let me play this game and see what's going on. Holy crap, this game is good. And I think that... No question. Rest, rest, Seth. Rest your voice. Oh, say... <laughs> Banner yet wave. Stardew Valley wins this... Category! <laughs> Unexpected Jim. 20. 16. <laughs> it's done. Does anybody. Well, hold, no, people have it's to done. Talk. No, see, I, I've already changed the color. <laughs> like, does anybody have any other. No, no. It wouldn't matter if I tried. <laughs> it doesn't make a bit of difference, guys. Okay, then Seth, with, right with all once. the joy... No, in your Seth f- didn't win. Stardew Valley won. <laughs> Stardew Valley... The circle is complete. <laughs> you know, I want you to... Know, listen, I'm going to tell you how I feel right now. Okay? Okay. I yeah. want you to think back to Return of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. Have that in my head. Okay. Mm. Remember Darth Vader. Okay. Luke Skywalker. Okay. Emperor Palpatine. I gotcha. Remember. So be it. Jedi. Force lightning into Luke Skywalker. He's screaming. He's crying. He's dying. Darth Vader looks. Looks at the Emperor. Looks at his son. 
Luke Skywalker looks back to the Emperor, back to his son. Spoilers. Spoilers for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Grabs the Emperor, picks him up. The Emperor's like, the fuck? <laughs> Throws them into the core of the second Death Star. Here is where I want you to visualize. It's the scene right after you see the Emperor fall all the way down and it comes back to him and the electricity is still kind of going through him. You see a skull for a second, but he he kind of falls down a little bit onto the, the railing, right? He's like, it's done. Yes. Like, now I can die. Like, sadly, but that's like, that's it. Like, <laughs> it's done. The, the circle's complete. I, I, I finished, I completed the prophecy. <laughs> that is how I feel right now. It is done. The deed is done. The die is cast. Stardew Valley is unexpected gem of 2016 with two amazing runners up. The Flame and the Flood and The Witness. Which, if you're wondering why The Witness didn't get much time, it is because it was talked en masse about in <laughs> yeah, no. Best Indie. <clears throat> That's it. It's done. This is it. This was part four. Oh, man. I want you to know <laughs> my, woo, my, heart was, my heart was racing. My hands are shaking. <laughs> my heart's racing. This was a damn good category. And... This is honestly one of the one of my personal favorite categories just because for me like even thinking about 2017, right? Like we're moving in there's going to be a lot of exciting games that we have coming up. Ooh, yeah. There's going to be even more exciting announcements. Um it's going to be great to see the Scorpio come out and just roll over the PlayStation Pro. <laughs> I mean, just roll over it. Like, what is what is oh. upscaling? What is this native baby? Uh, 54 million units sold. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. Hey, sorry. A sorry. unit sold tells nothing but the potential of a generation. Anyways, we're not having this conversation at the end of part four. I'm I'm sorry, you will literally lose that conversation. What I love to think about, what I love to think about at the end of the year is I like to look back and see games that shocked me in a fun way, right? Like last year, like Dying Light was one of those games, right? That no one really expected to be good. And in a lot of ways, you could say that Dying Light broke the month of March. Yeah. It did this year. Like look at 2017. March is broke. (laughs) <laughs> it's broken and so like because of that unexpected occurrence like you know say what you will about the game but like it came out at the perfect time it was the, the fun game to play at the time it did something truly different that's what this category is all about I love talking about this type of stuff I'm so glad that Stardew Valley got it's time to shine because lord knows it's it needed it but that is it we're done here thank you so much for listening it has been an absolute pleasure to go through with you Unexpected Gems for this year. I would say that most of the games on this list are should be played anyways. Tap Titans 2 is not. <laughs> I not play Tap Titans 2. I love you, Chaz, but can't, I can't give it the, the thumbs up the recommendation. But anyways, the, the Rocket Punch Seal. The Rocket Punch Seal of approval does not go to Tap Titans 2 for 2016. Anyways, thank you very much. It has been an awesome, awesome chat with you all. Make sure to hang around the podcast feed. Because we've got more game of the year. We're not even halfway done. Nope, not even. We're not even. Ha- you you have any? This isn't even our final form. I mean, we're freeze. We're Frieza still sitting in the chair. We're just <laughs> we like have, shooting finger beams. We out. haven't even like actually risen out of the chair. We haven't even gotten fighting. nook yet. Oh wow! And there's blood everywhere. Just blood bodies <laughs> everywhere. So what you're saying is we're surrounded by Namekians. 
Wow. Wow, man. Wow. Jeez, man. He's the Dragon Ball fan, too. <laughs> Damn. Cuts deep, buddy. All right. Anyways, thank you so much. It has been awesome. This has been part four of Rocket Punch Game of the Year. Unexpected Gem. That's a wrap. Until next time, farewell. Toodles. Bye. Bye.